Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. My name is Fernanda. I'm here with Dr. Linda Marquez, and we have a special guest today. It's the third time she's joining us, and we absolutely enjoy every time she joins us. We love her, and her name is Kimberly Rinaldi. You might have seen her in another episodes before. And today's topic that we're going to talk with her, it's about lessons for joyful living, creating a life you love. And Dr. Linda, I think you and I and everybody else that is listening to the podcast can relate that we're going through life, might as well make it enjoyable, might as well make it a life that we love and we wake up happy and excited about. And that's all about what we're going to be talking with Kimberly today. Dr. Linda, how are you? Yes, I am great. I'm great. And, you know, this is like the perfect timing for this. I mean, all of us can be happy and joyful at, at, at all times. And there's sometimes circumstances, conditions that occur in our life. But, you know, there's it's always perspective. You and I have talked about this. And, you know, I've learned so much. I've been coached by Kimberly. And, you know, she she has a way about bringing out like the best in people. So I think that's what today's going to be all about is really bringing out the joy and creating a life that you that you want to love because this is all we have right now as we know it mm -hmm. as far as what's happening in the future should we go on to another life we really don't know we all have speculations but i say hey let's live in the moment and make the best of now be the best version of self so mm -hmm. for those of you like you said you may not know her but kimberly is very entrepreneurial she's got such a um this the, her spiritual depth is incredible her intuitiveness connecting with people is incredible and her just bringing out the best version of you and having you just shift and look at things a little bit different kind of like a, a rocket going in space you just eh, you got to shift it a little bit and then you get back on track so she's really great at that i mean she does it in such a, a beautiful way and so today, you know, we want her to to share with that. How can we live that joyful life and, and really create it? But she's also a podcaster. She's an author. She's very creative in so many areas of her life. And you'll have to ask her about her, her happy friend, Jake. <laughs> so we should bring her on. Of course. Hello, Kimberly. Good morning, ladies. Hi. I love you and thank you for having me on. I love spending time with you guys. I love sharing sharing the lessons in joyful living that I have to share. Um, and I love that you both touched on the fact that it is imperative that we take control of how we experience this little merry-go-round that we're on. It doesn't matter. You're not where you are because of where you used to be. You are where you are because of where you choose to be. And if it doesn't bring your soul joy, if it doesn't bring you peace, if it do, it's not for you and you got to realize that. And I, we are living in a time right now and I'm not going to say, you know, the, the new normal, we, we're always living in a time where mother nature is trying to kill a bunch of us off with various methodologies, be it famine, flood, whatever, pestilence, um, our human nature is the moment we're born. Every moment we spend puts us that much closer to our death, which is 
really just kind of frightening when you think about it and can be really depressing. But the reality is we're all given a choice in every single moment. And I love that, Linda, you were talking about, and so were you, Fernanda, the whole choosing to be in the moment to experience it, to not put a value on it. That is the freedom of living joyfully, the freedom of knowing that it doesn't matter what your government does, it doesn't matter what the people next door do, it doesn't matter what the mandates are being thrown at you, you get a choice as to how you experience it. And I, for one, am a big advocate of, you know, if you're miserable, if you're unhappy, if you're negative, if you're worried about who's going to save you, if you're worried about what you did two weeks ago that made you unhappy, if you're worried about your ex, your mother-in-law, or anybody else. Um, I have a saying, Linda, what is that? Knock that. <laughs> Knock that shit out. <laughs> Knock that shit off. Yeah. Why are, yeah. Why are you spending time in it? It's, it's None of us is promised even the next breath. I could get taken out by a meteor, like now, lightning, now. I mean, heart attack, now. Why are we wasting time feeling shitty about this wonderful, amazing, spectacular gift that we have, which is life and the ability to impact other people? Mm -hmm. You said yeah. something. You said something just so spot on. Um, and we had a. We were doing. A, we we chat a little bit prior to this, but about no one is going to rescue you. A lot of the times we're waiting for something, some course, some speaker, some, something to change us. Like yeah. after this meeting or after I meet with this person or after I'm blessed by the Pope or after I met with this guru or I've, I've, I've been when standing on my head for 10 hours, I'm gonna be this amazing, incredible person and my life's gonna be awesome. And like we're almost waiting for something or someone to rescue us, to give us permission to live life full out. And that is, you know, when the lottery, when I win the lottery, when I find my perfect partner, when, when things get easier at work, when my health gets better, why are we putting off the choice? Because that's all it is. It's a choice. It's a choice. Some people have, you know, much less by, by means of, of physical, tangible, things that they live with. They live in hovels and shacks and, you know, dirt floors and they're joyful. Mm -hmm. they, they dance, they express that joy through, you know, glorious, joyful sound and noise throughout the day. And I want to talk a lot about vibration today because that is, yeah. that is the core of joy. It's vibration. What are you vibrating at? What are you feeling? What are you experiencing? Are you watching the news? Don't. Are you reading newspapers? <laughs> Don't. Are you stuck on social media? And I realize we're using it as a format right now to access people. But if you're hanging up your phone or stepping away from your iPad or your computer and you're feeling like shit, then you're in the wrong circumstances. You're in the wrong space. If what you're experiencing isn't giving you peace and joy, let it go. Let it go. You know, Kim, I, I was listening to a video and it kind of resonated a lot uh, with me. Mm -hmm. And the video, the, the person speaking was asking the audience, what if I, could, what if I gave you a million dollars right now? Mm -hmm. But the condition is yeah. you won't wake up tomorrow. Would you take a million dollars? And nobody raised their hands, right? And said, okay, how about if I give you $10 million right now? 
I have them. I will give them to you right now. If you won't wake up tomorrow, would you take them? And nobody raised their hands. And it's a full room, right? And so the message is your life is worth way more than 1 million, way more than 10 million, way more than probably God knows how many million. Why? Because life is a miracle. It's a gift all in itself. And so when we are taking it for granted every single day, waking up, not being grateful and literally spending over 80% of our day worrying about the tomorrow or thinking about the yesterday instead of living on today and being grateful for being here and alive and present today, then we're kind of giving away that precious gift that we have, which is being in the moment and being alive right now. And that touched me deeply because it's true. Like I wouldn't take any amount of money you know, if it meant that I didn't wake up tomorrow, but yet we don't have tomorrow promised. We don't have tomorrow secure. Like we don't even know if we're going to wake up yet. We continue to do it every single day without maximizing what we, how we're living every single day. And you both know biology, brain science, mind science. The fact is you get more of what you are. If you're a miserable, negative human being, Guess what? You're vibrating at that. You're resonating at that. You are drawing to people who love being miserable and <laughs> negative. But if you're a happy, bright, light, giving, gifted, blessed, you know, filled with gratitude individual, you're going to scare off the negative people. They don't want to be around you. <laughs> I can tell you right now, you're just, you're going to irritate the crap out of them. They're going to go all on their own but you're also gonna draw on people who have that gift and share that with you. It's, it's, it's a biological imperative that our brain searches out the negativity. There is no period, you cannot escape it. That is what we are programmed for, but we know it now, we know it. And when you know better, you have a responsibility to do better. It's not when you know better, you do better. It's not automatic. You now have a responsibility to do better, to bring yourself to that higher state, to show up, you know, owning your values. What's important to you? What are you not willing to compromise? To know your value. You are a, an individual, one of a kind, human miracle. I worked in OB-GYN my first stint in healthcare and ladies you can attest again coming from healthcare a live birth is a miraculous experience when you look at statistically what can happen up to the point of that human being presenting on this planet there's so many opportunities for it not to happen there's so many opportunities for shit to go south so every every human being that makes it here has a special purpose mm -hmm. and i i'm choking up on this i literally am because i'm this is something i'm so passionate about you have to know what's important to you and live by it live true to you you're the only person that you from birth to death are responsible for or two you have to know your value you have to know how important you are to this tapestry you have to contribute your worth what did you come here for? And you ladies do a fabulous job. You're out there changing lives and, and helping women stand up and become who they're meant to be. So 
I'm going to ask, I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn the table and start interviewing you because that's what I do. Um, <laughs> before you started doing what you're doing, can you remember a time looking back where you didn't think you had a message or a vision or a purpose and how you felt about who you were at that time? Fernanda, you go first. Okay, of course. <laughs> and Kimberly, mine is actually a little bit more recent. Oh. I was I was fortunate, and we talked about these during last episode. I was fortunate that somehow I was always guided by a goal. I always had a goal in mind, and I was always very goal oriented. Mm -hmm. But it was always a goal that was that was going to keep me going, not necessarily thinking about my mission or my purpose. But okay, I'm already doing this, so I just need to do it better. I just need to, you know, do it more, or I just need to get Up the, the name. Exactly, exactly, right? And more certifications. Now I'm going to get certified as a blah, blah, blah nurse practitioner, right? And so it was always more of like how to do it bigger and better, but not necessarily how is my heart resonating with these? How am I feeling through it, right? And so I, I was doing it and I was very good at what I was doing, extremely good. I was getting complimented by patients and administration and fellow colleagues and everything, but how was I feeling? And I never really stopped to think about it too often because it would scare me because I wasn't feeling good, right? It's an empty package. It's an exactly. absolutely empty package. Yeah. And and the turning point for me was when I experienced my fair share of uh, depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the traditional medical healthcare because that's what I was doing for my patients. Mm -hmm for my own healing and I didn't find that healing. So then I, not only was I feeling empty before, but I'm like now feeling like a fraud, like, okay, it's not working. And so- And what let I'm down. Doing. Yeah, right. and let down, let down by what you had believed in. Exactly, and so that was kind of like the major aha moment, like, okay, mm -hmm. there has gotta be something else out there because it's impossible that I, that I can live like this for the next 40, 50, 60 years of my life. I just cannot do it. I mean, it's impossible. And so I started looking for other avenues and other resources and everything. And it was eye-opening when I found out that I had a choice in the way that I acted, in the way that I behaved, and the way that I thought, which was like the, the like the life-changing point for me was like, wait a minute, I don't I don't have to think this? Like I can change it? And it sounds so ridiculous and it sounds so stupid. Like, because it's so simple, but the truth is that I was depressed because I kept choosing to think those thoughts. I was anxious because I kept choosing to think those thoughts. And, and it's the not your fault because it's biologically programmed, but right. you learned how to get past it. Right. And then I started going back to like different situations that would make me depressed. And now I had like that knowledge in me that I was like, wait a minute, I can bring myself back to the present moment. And so I would start working on breath work and I would start going to meditate right there. And then I would feel better. I'm like, OK, so I'm, I'm, I'm on to something. Right. And so that led to more and more and more. But it's not knowing that there is something out there that it's the present moment and it's choosing different that can take you out of quote unquote your misery. And that was the solution for me. Yeah, and it works every single time. I have not met a single person that this doesn't work for when it's mm -hmm. applied. 
right? And, and consistently, I'm using yes. that when it's applied consistently, I am, I am the first one to say it's a practice. It's absolutely a practice. And I have to maintain my practice in order to be there for other people, right? Which is the more you step up, the more you're called to do, the more challenges you face, the more you have to double down, dig your heels in and do the work. Right. And it's not hard. The thing is, it's not hard work. How many times, I mean, Linda, you and I have known each other a decade at this point. How many times have you and I stepped back and gone, why didn't I just do the work? <laughs> and you go back, but like, you know, this is about um, creating, you know, teaching people to create a life that you really love. Yeah. And Fernanda, you said that um, so beautifully about, oh, I'm choosing. I'm choosing. And just, I think number one is just the awareness mm -hmm. that just to be aware that you're aware. <laughs> what does that sound like? You know, um, to be aware that you're aware and, you know, and then just choose and repeat yeah. and choose something different. Be aware of your thoughts, your actions, your vibrational frequency. I was always saying your juju, whatever juju you're giving off, you know, be aware of that right. and then choose. Do I want to continue to have this in the next and the next and the next or not? I, and I, I say something slightly controversial. Life is hard. It's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy, but you get to choose your hard. You get to choose, you know, do you want, do you want to do the work, which really isn't that hard. It's just, you have to do it. And then things get better. Life gets easier. The challenges change or do nothing and feel like shit. I mean, right. It's literally black and white. One of them is going to require some effort, some work, some, you know, consciousness about it. The other one, you can go through life unconsciously, but you're not going to be, you're not going to, you're, yeah, it's, you get to choose your heart. You get to choose every moment, every moment. In creating the life that you truly love also. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned these at the beginning, Kimberly. It's having that ownership, right? Because when I was going through that, I was blaming what had happened to me, right? Oh my God, I, and I was in victim mode and that was huge for me to understand, right? And so mm -hmm. I was blaming others. I was living in victim mode. I was waiting for something outside of me to change in order to make me feel better. And when I realized that if I wanted to create a life that I loved, it had to start from within me. And then it was going to move to my outside world. I was going to be able to create my life instead of living by default. Then things started changing too. It's like, wait a minute, you're telling me that if I feel happy, I'm going to encounter more happiness in my life? Are you telling me that if I'm more positive, then I'm going to encounter more positivity? Are you telling me that, that if I think in prosperity, I'm going to be prosperous? Like, and, and that was also a major kind of like aha moment in my life two years ago because I didn't realize that. And I was waiting like many, many other people do for things to change. Yeah. And those things are not changing unless you change. Yeah. And there are people who, I mean, they don't just tie it to the day-to-day -day stuff. It's when the kids grow up. Right. When I retire, they're committing to long-term misery in the hopes that down the road, things are going to get better. When I get a house, when I, you know, pay the house off, when, 
when I find the career, when I, you know, it's, it's amazing how we will tie our happiness to a long-term goal, literally standing back and saying, okay, I'm going to suffer through this bullshit for the next, you know, we're going to say 20 years for kids to careers to retirement. But we'll stand in front of the damn microwave on 30 seconds and bitch that that's not fast enough. <laughs> it, it's where is the brain process in this? I deserve happiness now. I don't need my hot water in 30 seconds. I can wait. But, you know, let's let's start looking at how does this impact? Um, I think one of the greatest gifts and it's one of the things that I, I when I'm working with clients, I advocate for is go find someone who needs you more than you need your bullshit. <laughs> Seriously, go find a, a cause, a, something where you can do for others and come out of it feeling massive gratitude. Because if you don't have that thing that gets you up in the morning, whether it's your work, whether it's your, your avocation, you know, the things that you do on your, on your time off, if you don't have that thing that lights you up where you're gifting to others something, something, some part of you, um, it's it's wasted energy. You're not you're not doing what you came here for. Um, so part of creating a life that you love yeah. and a life that's worth living is one, um, you know, one is of course service. You just mentioned about service, serving others, and we're all in the health field and service and helping other people have better lives, you know, to become better versions of themselves. So if you want to create that a life, no matter, even if you're not in the health field, yeah. just serving someone else, doing an act of kindness would be one. Uh, number two, as Fernanda, you were saying, you had um, a goal or sometimes, you know, people can't differentiate between goal, vision, missions. Mm -hmm. But they kind of overlap in some ways where you have goals that create a vision that can create a mission or create a mission that creates a vision. So how do you how else would you walk people through, you know, having such an amazing life and having joyful as your whole um, even your whole network was lessons for joyful living. Right. It's right. It's lessons in joyful living. That is that is the theme around everything I do. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is own your values, know what's important to you. If you are compromising your values, if you're letting people cross those lines, like, eh, it wasn't so bad, eh, they apologize. You, you're constantly moving that line in the sand. You are not being true to who you are. It builds resentment. It builds all kinds of problems in relationships. It is not sustainable long-term. And if you're doing it, whether it's in your work, whether it's, you know, in your personal relationships, you have to know what's important to you and you have to stand up for it. You absolutely have to take a stand at some point in life. You have to say, this is where that line in the sand is drawn and you're on the other side and I'm on this side. And with non-judgment, I can love you from here and let you go. The next step is knowing your value. And I put owning your values in front because it's, harder for people to know how imperatively important and valuable they are if they don't know what's important to them first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can come out and say, I, I know how important, but if you don't know your values, if you don't have healthy boundaries around them, then you don't know your value. So you've got to own your values, know your value, and then contribute your worth. Mm 
what is that thing that you came here to do? What is that gift that only you from your genetics to your personal experiences to how you interpreted, incorporated, and basically are putting them out there, you're, you're doing it. Nobody else can do it the way you do. That's why so many of us are in healthcare and, and wellness. And we all come from a different perspective because of who we are. And we all align with different people for that purpose. So yeah, there are people waiting for Fernanda, for Linda, for me to show up and they can be the same people. They can be all different people because we're all gonna put the information and the gifts out there very differently. So know your value. Oh, yeah, because I encounter it a lot, and I think um, I experienced it somewhat as well. Is a lot of people are walking and living their lives, not not knowing what that purpose or that contribution should be. What is the reason why they're here in this in this earth? And so, if you have someone, a client that comes to you and you tell them, okay, you gotta you gotta have that contribution. You have to live your mission and your purpose, and and they tell you, I have no idea what it is. Mm -hmm. how, how, do you, how do you help people know what is that one thing that they came in here to do better than any other person in the world? Three steps. The first one is go sit down and figure out what you loved as a kid. What did you come in with that was your gift? For me, it was, I loved research. I loved reading. I loved information. I loved knowledge. And then I would line all my animals up real and stuffed and neighbor kids, and then I would teach them. So disseminating information for me is just at the core of who I am. I, whatever it is that I'm involved with, whatever I have, you know, deep dove into, I am going to spread that information. So number one is figure out what were your gifts that you came in with as a child? What were the things that lit you up? Number two is go back and find the people who love you the most, not, necessarily family. We're talking about people who really love you unconditionally. It isn't always your family of birth. It can be your family of choice. It can be friends. It can be your partner. And ask them to tell you what they think that you are spectacular about or spectacular at that you might not have an eye on. And you're going to find a lot of it aligns with what did you come in with? What are those gifts? Mm -hmm. And the third thing is go out and find a way to do it. It may not be the thing you're doing in life right this minute. Go find a hobby. Go find a way to give back. Try it. See what it does for you. It's what took me out of working clinically in healthcare to the insurance industry and then finally to my own practice full time because the bottom line was I just want to share information. I want to give people tools and empowerment so that they can go out and impact others, you know? So those three things will help you determine what it is that's going to carry you. And it's, you know, that whole, you'll never work a day if you're doing what you love. And then if you can monetize it, it's called a glorious career. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are, those are the three things that I'm really, really wrapped up in. It, makes all the difference in the world my husband and my little boy just came back in so um we're Who's in a hotel little room boy? my little boy is my 10 year old puppy dog jake so yeah he's my heart four-legged dog <laughs> my four-legged little buddy 
but yeah. So I just think, you know, it's too many people spend time wasting time, not understanding we don't have time to waste, mm -hmm. period. We don't have time to waste. There's a lot of ugliness going on in the world. It's an ugly place to be when you're stuck in that. It's up to you to shine a light on what what lights you up because you're going to illuminate it for somebody else. That's the beauty of it. You get to illuminate for somebody else because somebody illuminated it for you. Mm -hmm. Fernanda, who was that person? I think uh, it was Les Brown was talking once and he said, every day that you're not living on your, your mission, your purpose in life, it's a day that you're robbing the universe from your gifts. Exactly. You're robbing others from being able to be helped, from being able to be encouraged, from being able to be taught or mentored or, you know, whatever it is, for, because you are not utilizing the gifts that you came in here to do. And, exactly. and that's huge. That's so, exactly it. Mm -hmm. in, a, in a sense, every day that we waste, it's a, it's a day that we're robbing others as well. And so that, that, that's huge. When you hit that level of personal power, accountability, responsibility, to your fellow humans there's no judgment in what other people are doing other people are doing what they need to be doing you're taking mm -hmm. care of you that's a mm -hmm. fabulous place to be so um linda who was it for you that you who was it for me what i'm like taking notes and just sharing here <laughs> <laughs> who's the person that made you realize it was time to step forward and do for others you know it was one of my colleagues i uh Several years ago, he was uh, he was teaching a seminar, and I mean, I was just in awe. I just totally loved him, and he would always invite me to a lot of his events. And I want you to sit right here because you always make me happy. He was, I just you always, I love having you there. And one day he comes up to me after the seminar. So he goes, "You need to be out there." He goes, "You need to be out there teaching." And I called him an edutainer because he was educating but entertaining. And I'm like, yeah, I said, Dr. Bill, because he was Bill. I'm like, I'm not like you. I said, you're just so funny. And he's just, just you know, just so charismatic. And, and he stops and he, he gives these looks. And I just love being around him. He's got this incredible energy. And I'm like, I can't speak in front of people. And he said exactly what um, y'all had said about, well, you're a disservice. You're being, you're, that there's a disservice that you're creating by not going out and sharing, sharing the knowledge that you have because, because you are a wealth of knowledge. And so that prompted me to go to um, Toastmasters training. And then after that, it was like, I got hooked. It was like, wow. People are listening to me. I kind of do know a lot. <laughs> Is that Dr. Bill Janishuk? No, Dr. Bill DeMoss. Okay. All he's right. got CalJam now. He's got this big, like, yeah, CalJam, a big health, uh, health slash chiropractic um, convention every single year. And it's amazing, amazing, amazing. So we need to get him on the show, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's that's ex the exact same thing happened to me. It was three different people in the course of a six month period who basically said, God gave you a gift and you're basically spitting in his eye if you're not sharing it. That is a selfish 
selfish place to be. And I, I, when you start coming from that perspective, everything shifts, everything changes. You aren't just doing it for you. Yes, you benefit. Yes, it's, it's a glorious place to be grateful from, but you're also, you're giving other people what they need. You're illuminating the path for them. So, yeah. And every time you're able to contribute, Mm -hmm. it, it it comes back to you and the more that you're able to contribute in that way in something that makes you passionate something that makes you light up you are raising your vibration and when you are raising your vibration then you're allowing for even more things to come into your life so then you start living this beautiful life where you are doing what you love and then receiving all kinds of things and messages and resources and things from the universe. And then you're impacting more and more and more people because you're expanding more and more. And so it, 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 it's, it's the ultimate place to be. And, and it all starts, it all starts with taking action in where you are, you, not waiting until the kids are grown, not waiting until you have, I don't know, X amount of money in the bank or not waiting to, you know, get better at what you're doing. It's start where you are, figuring it out and start taking action every single day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I am going to have to cut this short. We've got something that we have to get to right now. And yes. I love you guys. And I know, I know coming on is always such a blessing for me and getting spent, getting to spend time with you. Um, yes. I have something for people oh, yes. who are logged in and watching. Yes. If you go to courses.kimberlyrinaldi.com and Linda and Fernanda will have the link to put up um, and use the code JOY for the next 24 hours because this is all about time. You get access to my seven-day challenge. It's choosing joy in seven minutes a day over the course of seven days. So basically in under an hour, you're gonna be given the tools you need over the course of a week to start making those little incremental changes. Um, but it's only 24 hours for free. After that, it's 20% uh, off because we love people who make shit happen now. That's <laughs> yeah. what life's about. Yeah. That's right. Well, go do your thing. So thank All you right. so much. Again, thank, thank you, you guys. Really I love you. Love you too. We'll see everyone next week. See ya. Right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.